0: Well, our most recent civic elections in Alberta saw massive uh, turnover all across the province. In Calgary, 10 city councillors stepping away or defeated. Now they are eligible for so-called transition allowances. Essentially, it's severance pay under another name. Um, in Calgary, it amounts to just over half a million dollars split up among all of them. Edmonton has a similar payout plan. In fact, it's even a little richer basically the same as Vancouver, Montreal, most big cities do. But once again, it has people questioning these payouts. Are they too rich? Should you get a payout if you you know, retire, if you just walk away? Uh, under a plan brought forward by a citizen-led compensation committee, Council in Calgary voted to cap their allowances that they can receive at two weeks per year served to a maximum of 26 weeks. Edmonton has a plan of three weeks a year to a max of 39 weeks. So it all breaks down, and I think the maximum payout here is just over $100,000 to any specific counselor. So is it too much? I, I, I don't know if it is. We're going to chat now with uh, Wendy Jufri, who is President and Principal with Human Resources from Wendy Ellen Incorporated. Um, Wendy, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Yeah, of course. Good morning. Now, I think we all know griping about politicians' pay is wildly Uh, popular, and and the Canadian Taxpayers Federation is making a lot of noise about this issue, but in reality, this doesn't really seem all that generous. Do you think it is? No. Um, It's uh, it's a very
1: reasonable uh, payout, transitional allowance, severance, whatever you want to call it. I think you hit the nail on the head at the beginning, saying, you know, basically they are walking away from their roles, and... In private sector, if you walked away from a role, you likely wouldn't get a transition allowance. Right. But the, the the weeks given and um, the
0: cap is not unreasonable, especially compared to private sector. Um, yeah, when you take a look at private sector severance for somebody in a leadership position, like I mean, which this obviously is a very high level executive position, what would they expect to see in terms of a severance package?
1: Well. It, it, the, their package would be quite complicated, but from you know from a pure uh, comparison, it would likely cap at two years, maybe even more. But then, of course, there would be you know all the ancillaries, the, the stocks, the pensions. I mean, I know these guys get pensions, yeah. but it would be more the stocks and those kinds of things that would add to, to um, a senior senior executive in private sector. But you know, in, in most uh, transition payments, there's also a factor for age, a factor for, for um, your level of role. And, you know, this one is pretty much flat across the board where those things aren't taken into consideration.
0: You mentioned pension. They do get a pretty good pension. It's a defined benefit. So some of them are in mm-hmm. a position to make, you know, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 a year once they retire, oh. including the mayor. So that's probably more of a perk than the transition allowance.
1: Yeah, I think it is, and especially a DB pension, which are not that common anymore. Um, you know, so those are very valuable pensions in, the, in the, both the short and the long run. But, yeah, that, I think, is where you see that, you know, people think that it, it is a lot of money. So it's not necessarily the transitional
0: allowance. Um, That's it, very reasonable. It, it is quite reasonable. And, and, and this was a citizen-led committee that came up with this. So it's not like it's completely out of line and they're dictating their own pay. So um, it, bottom line here, it, it's pretty fair, right? Yeah, I,
1: I believe it is for sure. It's like I so said, I can. I just compare it to private sector yeah. and, and a lot of these people to would to be walking away with way more money in <laughs> the private sector. <laughs> but like I said, you have to remember they voluntarily left. It, it is an, a different situation, of course, but,
0: but yeah. But, they're, but, but apparently they're not entitled to employment insurance. So that's why this transition allowance was brought yeah. in. So that's a, that's a complicating factor as well, right?
1: For sure it is, yeah. And I mean, you know, the whole point of transitional allowance is, is to get you to that next role. Right, exactly. And that's the, that's the point of EI as well. So, yeah, I agree. This is, um, you know, and looking at the numbers, I've got them in front of me. Um, they're not outrageous. And it's going to be interesting to see how long it takes some of them to find another role if they want to.
0: If they want to, exactly. <laughs> that's right, right. For sure. Uh, Wendy, thanks so much. I appreciate your time this of morning. Of course. Yeah, pleasure. Talk Have again. a good day. You too. Bye. That is Wendy Jufrey who is president and principal with the human resources firm Wendy Allen Incorporated. Some of you texted me, okay, um, give me some idea of what we're talking about here. Uh, How much are the pensions? Okay, if you break it down, Ray Ray Jones, 27 years on city council, he stepped down in the last election. He gets the max, okay? And and he's still under the old system, which changed a couple of years ago. But under the old system, you get 2 weeks salary for every year that you served. Okay, so 27 years on, basically, he's gonna get a year's salary. 27 years, two weeks per year. He's looking at a one year transition allowance. And what's one year as a city council in Calgary worth? 113326 Okay, so that is the top payout. The other big payouts, um, Diane Colley Urquhart and Drew Farrell, they're gonna get 91 and 87, respectively. Mayor Nahed Nenshi, three terms in office, 11 years, he's going to walk away with $84,863. Okay, so that's what he gets for 11 years. And the transition allowance is brought in because um, they call it a substitute for employment insurance, which council members cannot collect. It's a little richer than employment insurance, for sure. I think we all understand that. Um, But how did they come up with this plan? Uh, Last year, there was an independent citizen-led compensation committee that came in and came up with this formula and council approved it. They elected to cap their transition allowance at two weeks of pay per year for up to 26 weeks. But if you take a look at it, in reality, it sounds like a lot of money, but for somebody in a position like they're in, a councillor in Calgary gets $113,000 a year, an Edmonton city councillor makes $116,000 a year. Um, Okay. I mean, Yeah, it sounds like a lot of money to most of us, but in reality, for somebody in a leadership position like that in a corporation as big as the city of Calgary or the city of Edmonton, if you were in the private sector and you were at that level of management leadership, the pay would be significantly higher. There's no question about that. Um, And, you know, a number of the councillors who were elected were asked about this in Calgary and said, you know, how big of a factor. And they said, well, we didn't do this for the money. We, we It wasn't a matter of we're going to get rich being a counselor in the city of Calgary. Um, a lot of these people are extremely educated, extremely experienced, successful business people. They're probably taking a bit of a pay cut to actually end up working on city council. I mean, Mayor Nahad Nenshi is he's an Harvard grad, for goodness sake. He could probably do better than 200K uh, working somewhere in the private sector, and he just may do that. And the bottom line is... When you're talking about you know, $115,000 a year for a city councilor in Calgary or Edmonton, you get what you pay for is the bottom line, right? How many times have you heard that? So if you're going to try and get the best and the brightest and the kind of people that you want in these extremely important roles in your city's administration, you got to come up with some kind of payment. And like I said, this is not exorbitant for some of the people that you want to attract to these positions. They're not doing it for the money, but often we hear, yeah, they should cut their own salary down to what I'm making. And they should go on serve all, all these sorts of discussions and things like that. Fact of the matter is if you want to attract business leaders and you want to attract lawyers and you want to attract all these kinds of people, the so-called best and the brightest, you got to pay for it. It's the way that it works and it's going to cost money. And in this case, it's not that much money. Really, it's not.